welcome, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. We're just learning this whole Zoom thing. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not experts, but we're going to be. You yes. know what? We're doing our best, and, and God just blesses us That's because right. we try, right? That's right. Amen. So um, I want to welcome you all to this evening. Um, there's nothing we'd rather do then share the good news, the gospel of Jesus, and some good news during this time when we've been hearing a whole lot of bad news. Yeah. So a couple of quick announcements before I introduce my lovely friend right here. First of all, we're going to be sharing communion. We're going to be celebrating the ordinance of communion that Jesus instituted um, later during this hour. So if you'd like to join us and receive the elements of communion with us, go ahead and get those ready. The second thing I wanted to let you know is that we received an email today from RCC, and probably you did too, and it's a survey because our pastor, Pastor Richard, really wants to know our needs. He wants to know where we're at in our own lives and in this pandemic. He also wants to know um, our how we're feeling about um, opening church back up and what that might look like or how we might feel about that, how comfortable we are or maybe you're not comfortable with that. So they're just interested in getting, gathering information. So please fill out that survey. If you haven't yet got the email, it will also be available on the church website. So just wanted to let you know that. Okay, I think that's all the, the announcements. So now okay. I get to, oh, I can't touch you, Fran. It's I know we're not supposed to. <laughs> this woman is oh. one of my dearest friends ever. Oh. I just love Fran. Mm -hmm. She is just a special, special lady to me. So uh, I want to make the story short on, on how we're connected. Um, Tom, Fran's husband, Tom, came into our healing meeting uh, 10 years ago? Yeah. Well, 10 years ago? Eight years ago? It was 2007, yeah. 2008. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it was 12 years ago. Yeah. He came into our healing meeting 12 years ago, actually Pastor Tim's meeting. Um, with a diagnosis of cancer. Yeah. That's when I met Tom. Tom was supernaturally healed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Tom and Fran had joined our ministry of healing. They've been with us for years and years and years. And then several years ago, and you can put a number on that, Fran, when you were when you and Tom called into the office of pastor. Um, probably about 2014 um there was still some time the lord was growing us and 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 uh preparing us yes um and then we announced it in 2015 and then in 2016 living grace was, living grace yes. was birthed mm -hmm. yeah so fran pastor fran pastor tom are now pastoring an amazing church living grace church that's where we hold our our Monday healing meetings when we are in session. And then of course, we're in Rochester on Tuesday evenings. So Fran, I would say is my, um, not just my friend, but also my mentor. And um, the word says that sharp, that iron sharpens iron. And Fran is definitely the iron that sharpens me. She's the one that I go to whenever I have a, a need, a concern, a question, um, just something I wanna talk through. Uh, so this woman, again, is very special to me. And when I made the, the choice to, to share what I feel God has given me to share today, I knew Fran was the one I wanted to be with me. Because <laughs> this lady, she is so full of the truth of the word and so bold to share it with, with truth, with love, 
but with boldness as well. And that's what that's what I really wanted tonight. So I brought my, my buddy with me. Oh, so the you. title, the topic that we're gonna be talking about tonight is entitled Loving and Living the Word of God during the COVID-19 pandemic. Because yeah. we have we have a choice. That's right. The whole world is living in this pandemic. Yep. But not everybody is loving and living the word. That's right. In the midst of the pandemic. Yeah. And boy. It's two sides of the coin. That's right. They're complete opposites. I'm going to start with the scripture. This is John 16, verse 33. Jesus is speaking. This is when he's in the upper room with his apostles the day before he dies for us. John 16, 33. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration, but be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, certain, and undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Amen. Amen. One of my favorites. Amen. Yes. <laughs> so doesn't that sound like today? Yes, absolutely. So absolutely. Jesus is saying, he's telling his apostles and us, he's saying, I have perfect peace for you. That's I am right. perfect peace. Mm -hmm. And in a few verses before this, he bequeaths us mm -hmm. this peace. Mm -hmm. But then he goes on to say, there's going to be problems. That's right. There's going to be trials and tribulations. But, and I'm going to read this again. I have overcome yes. the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Amen. 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 So here's where we're going to go tonight. What I really want to do is to look at what has taken place thus far in the last two months. Today is actually day 50 of our quarantine. I want to look at what's happened. I'm going to look, we're going to look at four different areas, four different actions that our leadership has taken. Mm -hmm. And what I really want to do is to look at the connection between the leadership of our president and the task force and our governor of Michigan to look at their leadership and to look at what the word says in the midst of that action that they've taken. Yeah. So we're going to put it in the context of the word. Amen. How can we love the word and live the word in the midst of these actions yeah. that have been almost um, given to us as an expectation by our leadership? Yeah. Amen. Okay. Amen. So the first one has to do with the quarantine. So first of all, I guess to back up for just a second. This kind of wowed me. I went online because I wanted to see kind of the actions that our president had taken. And this is what I discovered. This I printed out on my computer on April the 27th, which wow. was a week ago. And the title is Timeline, the Trump Administration's Decisive Actions to Combat the Coronavirus. Wow. And it is 70 pages long. I printed it front and back. Front and back. Front and yeah. back. Yeah, wow. And that was a week ago. Mm -hmm. So we know he's taken a lot more actions. Yeah. But I just want to highlight four of the biggest ones. And the first one was the quarantine. So on March 13th, our president declared a national state of emergency. One week later was when he announced the 15 days to slow the spread of the coronavirus. That was the first time that we realized a lot of us were going to be quarantined right. or businesses were going to start to shut down. Today, as of today, we are on day 50 because that 15 days has been extended. Yes, it has. Yeah. And then one week later on March 23rd, 
Governor Whitmer issued a shelter in place order for all Michigan residents. Yeah. That is when everything came to a screeching halt. That's, right. That's when our restaurants closed. That's when almost all small businesses mm -hmm. closed. Mm -hmm. That's when anything that wasn't deemed essential right. was closed. Mm -hmm. But this is what I want to point out before we look at the word. This is what our president spoke. And this has blessed me the whole 50 days that we have been in this quarantine. When this quarantine started, President Trump talked about the importance of life, yeah. the importance of saving lives, That's right. and that his, his first priority wasn't the economy. Right. His first priority wasn't jobs. His first priority was the lives of people. That's right. And I remember a, um, a, a news person asking him, how many people is too many? And he responded, one. one. That's right. That's one right. life lost mm -hmm. is too many. Yeah. Life is precious. Life and he, is precious. He definitely, you know, portrays that life yes. is precious. No matter the age, it's precious. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do now, Fran and I, are going to go to the Word. And we're going to show you how the Word of God lines up with those words that our president spoke that's right. about, and not just our president, our governor as well. Yeah, yeah. That's why she's been so tight in Michigan, right. because she doesn't want people to die. She does believe that life, all life, well, in this case, yeah. in the case of the pandemic, life is important. Mm -hmm. um, so the first scripture I'm going to share is John 10, 10. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, my purpose. Yes is to give them a rich and a satisfying life. Amen. That yeah. sounds to me like coronavirus mm -hmm. versus President Trump's statement that life is precious. Right. Absolutely. Jesus said, coronavirus, no. Mm -hmm. Anything mm -hmm. that comes to steal, kill, and destroy, that is not good. That is the thief. Right. It's not of him. It's not of him. No, it's not of him. Um, he gives life. He gives the enemy life. Is the taker yes. of life. Yeah. And absolutely. Jesus says, "My purpose, mm -hmm. His that you could say His will. That's right. Yeah, is to give us that we would would receive because He's already done His best. That's right. That we would receive the rich and satisfying life that He came to give us. That's right. And you know, God's promises are yes, they're already there, they're already provided for. But if we don't believe them, if we don't, you know, go after them and declare them by faith and receive them, they're not automatic, unfortunately. Um, I mean, we have to participate yes. with him. Or even if we don't know. Yes, them. yes, lack of understanding. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are two huge yeah. things. But, you know, again, this is times like this that we can mm -hmm. share the word of God yes. and you know people because there are still people talking about you know like why would God do this why yes. would God allow this um you know just different things that I've read here and there believing that this is from God and it's not um so you know good is from the enemy I mean I'm sorry good is from, from God. God yeah that is from the, from the enemy there's a line absolutely. in the sand absolutely absolutely but God does have expectations for us. Yeah. And this next scripture is just really been highlighted in my heart this week. It's John 4, 8. Because here we are set apart. Here we are in our homes um, with businesses closed down. Mm -hmm. 
And God says many times, he says this, but this is just one example. He says in John 4, 8, or James, James. 4, 8, <laughs> he says, come close to God and God will come close to you. Yes. But the scripture goes on and it says, wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Yeah. Even as Christians, our loyalty can be divided. That's true. And so yeah. here we are in this world and you and I, I'm sure can both agree that we've been in that place where we've been so busy mm -hmm. with life mm -hmm. that our God is our first love. There's mm -hmm. no doubt, Fran, I know you well, and I know God is your first love, but we can get very busy yes. and very distracted. Yes. And I believe that amazing. one of the things God is doing during this quarantine is giving us the opportunity. Yes. Yes. To and it's a choice to do that, you know, because again, you could be busy all about, you know, I'm home, so I'm going to start cleaning mm -hmm. house. I'm going to start doing this yep. and that if you're not working. So we still, I mean, and how much more time can we yes. spend? Because it always seems, you know, when we've been working, we've been busy, you know, it's like, well, I just don't yes. have time. I don't have time. We can look at this and say, this is an opportunity. This is something good in this time yes. that I can choose to spend more time yes. with my father. Spend come more time close to God yeah. and he will come close to you. Amen. You can't outgive him. That's right. That's I've right. told quite a few people this little um, story, um, but I'm going to share it because I don't think I've shared it yet on our live stream. Last August, God spoke to me and he said, Cindy, I want you to come away with me. Mm. And when he said that, I was a little confused because I spend my time with God every day. Mm -hmm. And I love my time with him, but I wasn't going to ignore that. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, God. Yeah. And then he literally said, put me on your calendar. Mm -hmm. So I opened up my calendar and I looked for what I, I prayed a little bit and I decided what I was going to do because he told me to come away with him. What I was going to do was I was going to set aside one day a week mm -hmm. to have a retreat. Mm -hmm. And I set aside a morning. And I literally looked at my calendar and it was different every week, but I found a morning a week when I could set aside this time for God. Mm -hmm. But this is what I want to share. It was so amazing. I started out calling it my morning retreat mm -hmm. and then I changed the name to my spa day. Because oh. <laughs> yeah. I literally felt every, every time I had one of these mornings alone with God, like he was just giving me such tender love. Mm -hmm and building me up and, and, and uh, just restoring things that you restored and revealing things that he wanted to reveal to me because I took the time. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes our time together, it's, it's like, okay, I have this time and yes. this time where you have a freedom, you know, um, to just however long yes. you want, you yes. know, kind of thing. And boy, he meets you. It's amazing. And it is. It's and just and I have gotten so much beautiful revelation from God during those days. And I believe he was preparing mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. even for this season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If we listen, I mean, there's so much good that's going to come out of this, um, yes. and, but it's, it's spending time with him and it's allowing him, you know, yes. to reveal like you just shared um, because God's going to use this, yes. this time when we finally will be able to open there's going to be oh, people yes. that need to hear truth that is going to oh, need yes. to hear the goodness of God. And they're going to be ready. Yeah. Because yeah. they're ready now. That's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing That's this right. live stream at Rochester. 
because we know that people need to be connected. That's right. I don't believe this is social distancing at, at all. I think right now we are not socially distanced. That's right. Right now right. we are face to face from my living room to yours. Yeah. And this is a time to come together as a body of Christ. We're not separated. That's right. We are That's not right. separated. Awesome. Here's another awesome scripture. Psalm 4610. Be still and know that I am God. I love this particular word, know, K-N-O-W. It's the Greek, I'm sorry, the Hebrew word, yada. And it means intimately, know, intimately. It is the deepest, most um, uh, familiar word that the scripture could possibly use, the intimate relationship with God. But God says in order to know him that way, we need to be still. That's right. But then listen, there's more. God says, I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. Yeah. Do you think that's a prophetic word for today? Mm -hmm. God Very says be still. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this know is, yeah. that I'm God. Yeah. Um, even despite all of this stuff, we have a God that is greater and bigger and even though this has been meant to cause you know all of this stuff um to cause us to be disheartened depressed or sad or lacking in any way as we press into him and know that he is god yes. that he is my provider yes. he is my healer he is my everything yes. despite what's going on in yes. this world we have to understand that because there's a thing about knowing God in, you know, in the sense that, yeah, you're out know there. about him. Yeah. About yeah. him. Yeah. But it's knowing. Yes. And when you get that knowing, yes. you know, he's just so big, yes. bigger than the words that I like to use to differentiate that yeah. is intellectually understanding yeah. versus spiritually knowing. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And uh, it, there's a big difference. Yeah, there is. But it comes to being still and just letting him be God. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have three more scriptures before we move on to the second point. And the reason I wanted to share these three scriptures, because they all have to do with one particular way to come to know God more intimately. And it's through his word. Amen. Through abiding in his word. Yeah. So this is from John 15, a familiar scripture about Jesus being the vine and us being the branches, but I'm reading it from the Passion Translation. Listen to this. Jesus says, I am the sprouting vine and you are my branches. As you live in union with me as your source, fruitfulness will stream from within you. But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. If you live in life union with me, and if my words live powerfully within you, yeah. then you can ask whatever you desire and it will be done. When your lives bear abundant fruit, you demonstrate that you are my mature disciples who glorify my father. Wow. So are we separated from the world or are we separated from God? Mm -hmm. Or are we kind of dabbling in both sides? Mm -hmm. A little bit of this, a little bit of that double-mindedness. Yeah. Double, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it gets watered down. Yes. The power um, isn't as strong when we yes. straddle the fence or, you know, however you want to word it. Yes. But as we just truly spend time with him as yes. much as we can, there's such a growth and maturity and 
Um, you know, and, even use that word. It says you yeah. demonstrate you are my mature disciples. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And, and I guess, you know, cause I think we've all done this at different parts in our lives, you know, that we feel so close to the Lord and we just, but life gets in the way, yeah. gets busy. And then we just like, wait, what happened, yeah. you know, and stuff. So we grow maybe a little distant, yeah. or a little lukewarm feeling. Yeah. And we don't, we're not trying to no, we love the Lord happens. with all our heart. Right. Now we're set apart. Yeah, absolutely. And and the word says when we abide, and that word abide means to dwell. Yeah. To dwell permanently. When we're dwelling in him and his word yeah. is dwelling in us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good things happen. Yeah. And then the next scripture, two more, actually. Listen to this. This is John 17, 17. This is Jesus's prayer. Mm-hmm. Listen to what he says. He's talking to his father. His daddy, he's praying for you and for me. Yeah. And he says, sanctify them by your truth. The word sanctify means set apart. Mm-hmm. Set apart my people with your truth. And then he clearly says, your word is truth. Yes. So we're talking right now about being quarantined or being set apart. Mm-hmm. Jesus prayed for us to be set apart. Yeah. By yeah. his truth. By his truth. And truth never changes. Exactly. Um, that we can, as we are still with him and we're in his word and we're, you know, mm-hmm. getting revelation and understanding and it's truth and it's something that we can yes. hold on to. It's yes. never going to change. Yes. It's always there for us and that we can take him at his word because it's true yes. and God never lies. So Amen. we hold on to that. Amen. Amen. And now we, a friend made a statement at the beginning of our meeting that I, I want to go back to with this scripture. She said that God did not allow this because of our sin. Right. I want to read a scripture right now. I agree with you, Fran, 100%. And I want to read a scripture that tells us how God does teach us, how he does correct us, how he does show us what we need to change in our hearts. And it has to do with his word. This is 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17. All scripture is inspired by God. And is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Mm -hmm. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So we're talking about abiding in his word, Mm -hmm. being set apart with his word. His word is truth. That's right. And then the scripture, the scripture is God breathed. Yes. It's God inspired. Mm -hmm. And it's useful to equip us. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways we're equipped is when God reveals what we need revealed. He's Mm -hmm. done that with all of us. I'm raising my hand. He has (laughs) definitely, definitely done this with me in many ways, many times. But I want to share this awesome example. I haven't told Fran this story yet. Last week, we were doing a Zoom meeting with our small group, okay. our RCC small group. And we're, Kat and I, are, we have the best small group at RCC. I'm just saying. <laughs> we are the grandma and grandpa in the young marrieds group. Aww. So we have bunches of couples, Ryan Peasley, the Zagulas, the, the, um, the Morleys, the Baileys, Yvonne Walker. And I know I'm missing people. I'm sorry if I missed you. But I love you all. Yeah. But these beautiful young couples and babies everywhere. Oh, uh, Allison and Adele. Aww. Yeah. Anyway, bunches of us. And so we were all meeting. We had this awesome discussion going on. And this is what came out. It wasn't a prompt. 
Ryan didn't say this is what we're going to talk about. This is what came out of hearts that night. Mm -hmm. Numerous individuals in our group started talking about God, how God was showing them who they are. Oh, he yeah. was he was uncovering things that either they maybe kind of buried a little bit or maybe hadn't been feeding mm -hmm. in their giftings mm -hmm. or in their um uh their their things that they love or they were dreaming of or whatever god is like fanning the flame mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was so awesome and i believe that's what the scripture is talking about mm -hmm. because god refines us he does he does absolutely and there are times when we need refining yeah and this time of quarantine i believe he's doing that in ways that maybe we haven't even realized. So I just want to pray right now. I want to pray for all of you and for me and for Fran. We're praying for ourselves too. Yeah. Father, I pray that we're open to your voice. Yes. We're open to those times when you're um, correcting us in, in love, yeah. when you're showing us those areas, Father, where maybe we need some refining, where you're breathing your um, approval into the giftings that we're already yes. starting to walk in, where you're opening doors. You've done that for Kent and I this last week in an amazing way. And God, we know it's all you and we just yeah. stand in awe of you. Yes. But Father, I pray that the eyes of our heart are open yes. for the breath of your word to just speak into us. Yeah. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and people, I just kind of feel too that God has shared things with them. And it's been a while and it's kind of been on the shelf because of life, yes. because of family or whatever. Yes. Allow this time for the Holy Spirit to talk to you, to re rekindle yes. that, you know, idea yes. or that um, calling maybe yes. or that passion that you had. Um, this is a, a beautiful time yes. to do that because God has got a plan and a purpose yes. for you and he's gifted you with certain things. And like I said, life happens. Yes. I mean, you know, it happens. And I, I'm I, sorry. Yeah. I also want to pray for, for the love of God yeah. to be rekindled in your heart. Amen. That you're, you, you're the first love that when you fell in love with God and you Thank came to know Jesus. him, that that is rekindled, that yes. is stirred up, and that your love for him also was rekindled, Thank and Jesus. that there is just a communion, a union, a communion between you and your father, yes. between Thank us you. and our father, that just is uh, magnified in a great way during this during this season. Yes, Being amen. Amen. I agree Jesus. with that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. let's go to point two. All right. We may not get through all four, but that's okay. okay. This we'll is awesome. <laughs> so here's the second one. The second point that I've seen happening in the world around us is the body of Christ being activated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So first I want to go back to our president and what I've seen in him. On January 27th, our president started meeting with the White House Coronavirus Task Force. Mm -hmm. Um, Vice President Michael Pence was put in the leadership position, but they started meeting on January 27th. And then on March 16th, that's when they began the daily briefings and the press conferences. So this is what I've noticed about our president from the day, from before he was elected. He's a, he's a very strong-willed, outspoken man. We all know that about our president. But from the get-go, he has said, if 
I don't understand something, if I don't know it, I'm going to find people who do. Mm -hmm. And in every area, he has constantly surrounded himself with advisory boards or groups or people that are there to help him. That's right. He doesn't do it on his own. He's not an island unto himself. That's right. And that's what he did this with this coronavirus task force. Right. And if you look at that group of people, they're specialists in many different areas. Yes, there are medical specialists. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are data specialists. Yes, there are pandemic or I don't know what it's called, virus specialists. Yeah. Yes, there are um, economy specialists. Mm-hmm. They're in all different areas and they're working together. Yeah. They're not doing it one one at a time mm-hmm. and and they're, they're working together. The other area that I've seen that I'm just so proud of our president and this blesses me so much, he has also surrounded himself with a spiritual mm-hmm. advisory board. First time ever. Isn't it, it amazing? Like, yeah, it is yes. um, for... Uh, yeah, to see prayer in the yes. White House and to be free about it, you know, and Bible studies and you know, yes. things like that, which is allowing the presence of God to uh, to move, to move, um, yeah. to work, yes. to be Amen. effective, Amen. to bless our nation. Amen. 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 And I believe that our president, this isn't probably his strongest area, mm-hmm. but I believe he is seeking advice. Mm-hmm. He is asking for prayer. He is going to his spiritual advisors to even ask about what to do with our churches and what that might look like in the future. So he is seeking help from the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read you scripture to back up what he's doing and what we're seeing, not just in our president. We're going to go into look at a lot of other examples as well, Mm -hmm. but this is Romans 12 verses three through five from the passion translation. Paul is writing and he says, God has given me grace to speak a warning about pride. I would ask each of you to be emptied of self-promotion and not create a false image of your own importance. Instead, honestly assess your worth by using your God-given faith as the standard of measurement. And then you will see your true value with an appropriate self-esteem. And then he talks about the body. In the human body, there are many parts and organs, each with a unique function. And so it is in the body of Christ. For though we are many, we've all been mingled into one body in Christ. This means that we are all vitally joined to one another with each contributing to the others. And then I just started brainstorming. Okay, what has our our, um, leadership done? as a body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking at the very beginning of this, back in March, one of the first things that was critical was that we got lots of these tests made. Mm -hmm. And they went to work. Mm -hmm. Some of it was um, um, uh, the big, I don't even know the right words, but I think the FDA or whatever, the big like drug administration. Part of it was, private sector mm-hmm. where they were creating tests. They did all kinds of different tests. They started to distribute them. They got their just their supply chain thing mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And they they worked together to do that. Mm-hmm. Another thing we desperately needed were ventilators. Yeah. So what happened? Mm-hmm. All of these corporate America people started making, making ventilators. Right. Yeah. For the whole Everywhere. Yeah. And then when one city or state like California realized they didn't need as many, mm-hmm. they sent them to New York. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That's the body of Christ working together. Mm -hmm. I think about the, the hospitals that have been created mm -hmm. by our task of our task force of construction people. Yeah. Building hospitals in like five days. Mm -hmm. When President Trump got the ships, the two ships, one on each coast, mm -hmm. that were hospitals. And they were there in a record amount of time. Record, record yeah. fast time. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. I mean, all of those things mm -hmm. working together. together. Absolutely. It's amazing. It is amazing. Um, goes to show you, I mean, people yes. and, and coming together, um, especially in the United States of America. Yeah. I mean, we can accomplish so much, much if we put our hearts and our minds yes. together. And yeah. we have a, we had a good reason. Yes. Life, life, protecting yeah. life, taking Amen. care of our fellow human beings, our fellow Americans, our fellow Michiganders. Yeah. 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 Amen. So here's some examples I found real quick ones just to show you some ways that corporate America has just taken a step mm -hmm. and decided that they want to be a good neighbor. First, let me read the good neighbor scripture. This is James 2, 8. If, however, you are really fulfilling the royal law, according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is, if you have an unselfish concern for others and do things for their benefit, you are doing well. So listen to how these corporate businesses are being unselfish and choosing to help neighbors. The business Crocs, I love Crocs, <laughs> is donating 10,000 pairs of shoes to frontline healthcare workers in the US. Adobe has given free access to desktop apps to help facilitate distance learning. VidAngel, we all know VidAngel now because of the amazing series, The Chosen. Yeah. They've given it to us for free. Yeah during this whole time when we've been kind of in our homes with more time to watch TV. U-Haul has offered 30 days of free self-storage to college students to store their college stuff. Um, Harbor Freight has donated its entire supply of personal protection um, equipment to hospital emergency rooms across the US. Apple has donated 10 million face masks to healthcare facilities in the US and Europe. And Airbnb has given free housing to 100,000 first responders and healthcare workers all around the world. Wow. And that's just a sample. That's just a few. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I think even locally, I've heard, you know, where um, uh, people who rent, like their, their rent, the, the landlords, yes. <laughs> um, yes. are willing to kind of work with people because they know that they're not working. And it's, yes. it's it, just in the time that we... Yes. Can't work. Right. You know, they're kind being of thing. So they're yeah, and they're, working with people yes. now where you know that you wouldn't have seen. You wouldn't have seen yeah. before. Mm -hmm. So we've talked a little bit about the leadership, the government level. We've talked about the corporate level. Now let's talk about the individual level of of being the body of Christ yeah. in action. In Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23, we read about the fruits of the Spirit. Two of those fruits I want to just touch on today. Kindness and goodness. Mm -hmm. Kindness is that compassion. Yeah. That loving compassion in your heart for, for other people. Yeah. And goodness is using that compassion to minister mm -hmm. to others. Yeah. And we have seen that in such tiny but precious ways. Mm -hmm. For example, calling your elderly neighbors, taking groceries mm -hmm. to people that you know aren't able to go to the grocery store. Kat and I went today. Mm -hmm. To, to the grocery store and we called our friend, Eileen. Eileen, hi, I know you watch these every week. <laughs> and we um, 
you know, took her her groceries. We've been doing that every week. And everybody, it seems like, has somebody that they're watching yeah, over yeah, or caring yeah, for. That can't get out of their, right. you know, or shouldn't, or shouldn't get out right now, right. you know, the elderly especially, um, you know, to be a blessing. Yeah. And, and you know, doing things, but also calling. Yes, um, those you know, phone calls are so, so huge. Important. Um, you know, just different people, if they're by themselves, they, you know, it's one thing if, you know, you're with somebody. But those that are alone, yes. you know, they need to hear another voice and yes. a voice of encouragement, a voice of love. And to get, because, you know, when you're by yourself, you really focus sometimes mm-hmm. on things and you kind of start making things up or making things yep. worse and it becomes more fearful to you, um, you know, and it and it's so just a phone call, yes. you know, just and I'm, I'm even going to take you. it a step further, Fran. Mm-hmm. I believe, and I agree with Fran 100%, but I believe if you are one of those people who is so isolated that you're all alone, if you pick up the phone and you choose to minister to others, if you pick up the phone and call somebody else in need, not with the idea of getting your needs met, but with the idea of blessing somebody else. You will be That's blessed good. so much yeah. in return. Yeah. And again, it's, you know, fellowship, you know, yes. iron sharpens iron, yes. just like you shared earlier. Um, you know, but it's keeping each other, yes. you know, since and we your can't focus be together. changes. Absolutely. Yeah. From from the problem to somebody else's needs and you're loving on them and praying for them or seeing maybe how and probably you're not going to be able to go out and help them. That's okay. Right. But just that phone call means mm-hmm. so very much. So many times, I mean, again, when you're in fear, that means you're not focused on Jesus. And sometimes we just need that phone call as the Holy Spirit leads you or, you know, to share that, um, to get people's focus back on Jesus. He's the one that keeps us in perfect peace um, and and joy. And you just feel so much better when you're looking and hearing and talking about Jesus. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, And think about your own gifts. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a a lady on our ministry team, Norma. Yeah. And one of the things she loves to do is sew. Mm -hmm. And so what has she been doing? Mm -hmm. Sewing masks. Yeah. Kent and I went to her house and picked up two masks. So did we. (laughs) So we have our masks to go to the stores. And she's making them also for for doctor's offices. She's making them in great numbers. Yeah. In, at RCC, that's one of the things that we are doing as well. Um, people who are able to help in that way. They're Praise making God. all sorts of that's masks awesome. at RCC as yeah, well. Yeah, that's beautiful. I have a, a fun story to share. Um, when this whole thing started and my grandchildren started um, home being at home, of course, school is canceled for the rest of the year. And my little ones love school. They're they're still little. Yeah. First grade. <laughs> they love, love, love school. And they were very, very heartbroken when school was canceled for the rest of the year and I put some thought into it and I decided you know what I was a teacher for a lot of years and there's probably I could probably do some homeschooling via the internet yeah so that's what I've been doing technology and I call them every day three o'clock and Mm -hmm. from three to four we do grandma school so so look at what you have the ability to do maybe it's just read a story to your grandkids Mm -hmm. maybe you could call your grandkids that are being you know home and they can't get out of their house. Maybe you could just read a story to them every day. Mm-hmm. Although you can't go to the library, so you probably have to download those stories <laughs> <laughs> or Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to share another story. This happened, uh, couple, well, it happened about a month ago, but testimony is ongoing. Um, this happened through Facebook. It's a good networking tool. And 
this is a friend of one of my Facebook friends. I've never met this man. David, I'm going to use your name. So if you're listening, this is David, David Haley. And David has some very serious um, compromised health. So he, he has been diagnosed with very serious asthma and compromised immune system. And my friend, my Facebook friend, Debbie, you know, Debbie Saxon. Yeah. Um, she recommended that David call me. And so through Messenger, we managed to exchange phone numbers and he called me and I was able to talk with him and pray with him. And then he posted this just about a week later. He said, the last time I was admitted to the hospital, my oxygen rate was 92%. 88% requires oxygen treatment. He said his normal oxygen rate is usually between 92 and 96, but the normal range is between 98 and 99. So on the recommendation of another believer, that's my, my friend, um, he asked a stranger, that's me, <laughs> for healing prayer over the weekend. And now he's having zero pain breathing. Oh and his rate of oxygen has been 96 and 97% ever since. And once it even tested 98, Amen. then that was on April the 16th on May 1st, which is just a few days ago, mm -hmm. he messaged me again. And he said, his breathing has been perfect. Ever Praise since the then. Lord. Praise so the prayer, Lord. yes, prayer mm -hmm. over the phone. Mm -hmm. I have been ministering all over the place. It's yeah. awesome. I have been too. And there was actually a gal who goes to living grace and she, we've got like several people that are in the medical field and she was going to the hospitals, you know, daily pretty much. And um, anyway, she contacted me and she was kind of fearful, but she felt like she had the yes. coronavirus symptoms. And, you know, we took authority over that. We said, absolutely not. This is not allowed. And, you know, we uh, prayed and spoke scripture she went to bed and I called her later that night and um, she still sounded a little weak, but she said, I'm isolating myself with Jesus awesome. and the word. Awesome. And um, I called her the next day, praise God. And she answered the phone. Hi, Fran. I mean, just night and day from, you know, the day before when wow. she just sounded so weak and just didn't wow. feel good. And she told me, she said, Fran, I'm like 80% better than I was yesterday. And she said, I'm standing on the word of God and I'm believing that these symptoms Hallelujah. are totally gone. Hallelujah. So, I mean, praise God. Yeah. I mean, COVID-19. Let's do this. To the name of Let's Jesus. do this. Let me pray for people with compromised breathing. Okay. Asthma, COPD, mm -hmm. immune systems, etc. Mm -hmm. And then you pray for the medical people or not necessarily just medical people, but people that are having symptoms speak to those symptoms. Amen. Okay. okay. So I'll start. Yeah. Father God, we come Praise to you right you. now. And just like I prayed for David a month ago, I prayed for his lungs. I prayed for health in his lungs. Father, I do it right now. I speak to you right now. If yes. you're listening to this and you have lungs that have some sort of a deficiency, whether it's asthma, COPD, cancer, or any other lung issue, bronchitis or any susceptibility to bronchitis. I'm speaking right now to my mother-in-law. I'm speaking right now yes. to my dad. And I say, Father God, I pray right now, the breath of life, your yes. breath of life in those lungs. Take a deep breath. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, yes, I thank, thank you, you that the breath of life, that you are literally anointing the breath that they breathe with healing grace. We just stand in faith. I speak healing over lungs. And just as David's lungs have been improved, 
to a great extent and they have stayed improved. I pray that for everyone who's yes, listening. May the testimony, Jesus. may David's testimony yes, encourage you and may the healing manifest in your lungs. If it's your immune system that is compromised, I pray strength over your yes, immune system. If it's overactive, if it's underactive, it doesn't matter. Our God is a mighty God. Yes. And I thank you, God, right now for healing and balancing immune systems in Jesus' in name. Jesus name. And Father, we just thank you that your word is true. Yes, Lord. And Father, we do not have to make it happen, Father, because your word is truth and it's already been done. And your word says that we have authority on this earth to speak to things, to make mountains move. We are mountain moving believers in Jesus name. So Father, with the authority that I have in Jesus right now, I speak to any symptom that is not of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command any breathing issues to go right now in Jesus' name. Father, if it's diagnosed as corona or flu or um, any, any other issue, Father, it has to bow. Whatever the name is, it has to bow yes. to the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. So, Father, we command these symptoms to leave right now in Jesus' in name. Jesus we name. speak health and life and wholeness. And I declare in the name of Jesus that we are set free right now Amen. of any attack of Thank the enemy. You. We cast Thank you far you. away Thank right you, now Jesus. in Jesus' we speak name. Life. Yes. We speak life. We rebuke yes. you, spirit of death. Jesus we rebuke yes. you, coronavirus. Yes. And we speak life. Jesus, you came to give a rich and a satisfying life. And we agree with you. Yeah. We I believe receive. it. Yeah. We receive it. Yes. We acknowledge you as the giver of life. And yes. we praise you and thank you, thank Jesus, you, with all of thank our hearts. Yes. In Jesus' Every name. Every virus we command Amen. you to die. Every ungodly Amen. symptom. Go Amen. Now. Amen. In Jesus, name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Yeah. So Fran, I just peeked at my watch. Yeah. It's 10 to 8. Oh, wow. So we're going to go ahead. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you can join me again next week. But we could finish. We could try. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk yeah. about that later. Yeah. Okay. But right now we'd like to share communion with yes. you. Yes. So if you have your elements of communion, we have been acknowledging Jesus as our healer. Yes. Oh, both of them. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> and, um, Thank you, and we have been talking about Jesus as our healer. I think it's so important during any time, but yeah. especially now, to really keep our focus on Jesus. That's right. Yeah. To put our eyes, we've been talking about his word, but mm -hmm. Jesus is the living word, the word of right. flesh. Right. And I just want to take the opportunity. We do this every night, mm -hmm. every time that we have our live stream, we take communion. Mm -hmm. And I just want to take the opportunity right now to put our eyes on Jesus. Yeah. So, Fran, would you please pray over the bread and then I'll pray over the wine? Sure, sure. Okay. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the precious gift of Jesus. And this yeah. meal is set for us to remember yeah. what Jesus, Jesus has done. And, Father, we take this cracker and it represents, yeah. Father, the body. It represents your body, Jesus. And we are so thankful for all that you have taken for us, the beating that you took on your Jesus, back so that we can thank be healed. Father, I thank you and I praise you that you sent him, Father, that we can be 
uh, free of sickness and disease and weaknesses and infirmity. Father, I thank you and I praise you that he took, he bore our um, sicknesses. He bore Jesus. our sins. He bore Jesus. all of these things for thank us you. so that we can receive and be as Jesus is right now, that we are set free. So I thank you for the body. We remember Jesus, what you have done Jesus, for us. And Lord, we thank declare you. that we have been healed by the stripes of Jesus, Jesus, that these bodies are healthy and strong, and we declare that this is truth, and we we are just rejoicing yes. and say thank you Hallelujah. for your goodness Hallelujah. towards us, Hallelujah. and we take this now in Jesus, you, Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we also thank take you, this cup. Yes. Jesus. When you shared the cup of blessing at the Last Supper, you said, take this, my friends, and drink this. This is the cup of the new covenant of grace. Yes. This is the cup of the new covenant, ratified in my blood, made legal through my blood. Amen. Jesus, right now, we acknowledge our belief yes. in this precious blood that yes. we shed, once and for all shed, so that we could be freed from the bondage of sin yes. and the curse because the sin was, or the curse was in place because of sin. That's right. Amen. But without sin, you absorbed the curse. You yes. became the curse for yes. us Amen. to remove the curse from us. And that includes COVID-19. That's right. So Jesus, as I take this cup right now, I take it and I dedicate it. To everyone right now yes. who's fighting COVID-19. Yes. This is for you. Yes. Jesus did this for you. Amen. And for me. Amen. Let's take the cup. Hallelujah. That's awesome. Awesome. Remember his benefits, right? Remember his benefits. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Psalm 103. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and do a little bit more prayer before we close tonight. We've been talking quite a bit about our president. And next week, I think I'm going to continue because I have a lot of more good stuff I want to share. But I want to pray for our president. But first, I want to share this scripture because the Bible tells us to pray for those in authority. That's right. That's this right. is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Most of all, I'm writing to encourage you to pray with gratitude to God. Pray for all men with all forms of prayer and request as you intercede with intense passion and pray for every political leader and representative so that we would be able to live tranquil, undisturbed lives as we worship the awe-inspiring God with pure hearts. It is pleasing to our Savior God to pray for them. He longs for everyone to embrace his life and return to the full knowledge of the truth. Amen. I love this translation. Yeah, good. So he says, pray for all of our leaders and representatives. Right. I want to pray for our president, but also the whole Corona task force yeah. and the representatives of the House and the Senate. I also want to pray for our state level, for Governor Whitmer and our House and representatives in the, in the um, state level. Amen. And the scripture, the last verse says, God longs for everyone to embrace his life and return to the full knowledge of the truth, his life and his truth. 
So, Father, we pray right now for our leaders. We pray, Father, right now, your will. You tell us when we pray according to your will that you hear us and you answer our prayer. We can boldly and confidently pray because we know your will. And your will says that you long for all of your leaders. You want us to pray for them because you long for them to embrace his life, your life, God, and your truth, God. So I pray for revelation of truth. I pray Governor Whitmer has revelation of the truth of the word of God, revelation of the sanctity of life and the gift of life from conception to natural death. Yes. That um, all of the Senate and the House, that there is unity, that yes. there is agreement. Yes. I pray that we come together during this time. Father, we have seen a lot of, uh, as we've already shared, coming together in the body of Christ, yes. but we've also seen a lot of division. Father, I come against the spirit of division. I come against the spirit of confusion. I come against lies and twisted truths. I come against especially those truths that look pretty, that look kind, that look loving, but are indeed deceptive or unknowingly deceptive. I pray, Father, for a light to shine on those things and reveal the fullness of your gospel truth Mm -hmm. in our president, our vice president, and all of our leaders in our country. In Jesus name. Um, Fran, we already prayed for healing. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you pray against the spirit of fear and also self-control because that's something I'm also concerned with Mm -hmm. is we're trying to control everything Mm -hmm. in our environment Mm -hmm. to avoid the virus. Right. Those two things, fear and self-control and then release peace. All right. Father, we thank you and we praise you that your word says that you do not give us the spirit of fear. You give us just a peace and a sound mind. So father, I come against the spirit of fear. I take authority you authority over you in the name of Jesus, and I cast you far away. I declare that you will not succeed, and you will not stick yourself to God's people. Father, I yes. thank you that we have a freedom from fear right now in Jesus', in Jesus name. name. Father, I thank you that because we are set free right now, because that's what Jesus has paid for, and Lord, we receive it right now. Um, Father, that we are able to free to freely live. Yes, Father, Lord. that we don't feel like we have to control everything and that we have to be fearful of wearing masks or not wearing masks or uh, doing things or not doing things. But Father, that we have our trust in you. And Father, we give you control, Father, over the situation, over us. Lord, your, your word says that you provide for us, that you protect us, that you lead us and guide us, Father, as, as your word says in Timothy, that, Lord, all we do is just go to you and you, you are there for us, arms wide open. But Father, that we can trust you and that we don't have to do this alone, that you are with us always. You never leave us nor forsake us. And Father, that we are set free from any fear and that we are set free from worry and and just trying to control 
to control things. Yes. Father, we are free in Hallelujah. Jesus. And we walk into Hallelujah. that tonight because we are Hallelujah. set free. I thank you for your peace on your people. Father, that there is just joy and peace and confident expectation, yes. Father, of your promises and your word. We can take you at your word, Father, as you just share so many things that we don't, um, in your word, your promises, that we don't need to fear, to fear not that you are always with us. And Lord, you're our provider, you're our healer, you're our protector, you're our everything, if we choose to allow you to be that yes. to us. So I thank you for the freedom tonight, right yes. now, in Hallelujah. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. And right now, I'd like to pray. Um, we talked earlier about being the body of Christ. So, Father, I pray for a light to shine on our hearts, yes. to reveal what we can do, Yes. to encourage us to take that step. Father, I know that it's up to us to take the step, but I know that when we do, Holy Spirit comes right along with yes. us. So I pray right now for people to get out of their um, comfort zone and to... Uh, Alice told me this once. I love this. Alice said, you have the comforter in you. Yes, amen. So let him, have, let him lead you yes. in that area. Yes. Because you have the comforter. And take a step. Yeah. Take a step and just watch God come alongside you as you give to the body. Amen. Whatever gifts God has given to you. Yeah. And I also pray right now for revival. This has been a heart of our pastor over the last, mm -hmm. well, forever, mm -hmm. but especially during this season. Yeah. And my heart is for individual revivals. Yes. Pastor Richard, this is, as you've been praying for a revival during all this time, it just, it's just stirring in me this, this desire to see lives forever change. Because that's the heart. I believe yes. that's the heartbeat of revival. Individual lives turning to God, coming to know him, to know his love. Mm -hmm. So Father, that's what I pray. Yes, and I Lord. pray for hearts of repentance that run to their daddy. Yes. That run into the arms of their father without condemnation. Amen. Because God says now there is therefore oh, no you. condemnation for those who are Jesus. in Christ Jesus that we come to you, God, with, yes, conviction, but knowing that you're a good father and that you're opening your arms and welcoming us every single moment of every Amen. single day. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing that we could do that would make you love us less. That's true. And there's nothing that we could do to make you love us more. That's right. So, Father, may we come to you with hearts of repentance and may it birth revival. Mm -hmm in us as individuals yes. and in our land. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So we're going to say goodbye. It's been an awesome, awesome time. Fran, thank, thank you, you so much. Oh, thank you. This was this a true blessing. Awesome. Yeah, I've enjoyed awesome. it. Thank and you so much. our friends from our healing meetings, we love you so much. We yes. can't wait to hug yes. you again, Amen. to lay hands on you again. Yes. If you need prayer, you have our numbers. That's right. Call us. Yes. We will pray one-on-one -on -one with you. We love you all. I love you. God bless you. Good night. Good God night. bless you. See you next week. <laughs>